Welcome back again. January fifth readings will be taken from Genesis eighteen nineteen twenty, Genesis twenty one, verses one to twenty one, and First Chronicles uh, chapter one, verses twenty eight to thirty one. So the readings uh, happened around eighteen fifty two BC. And the main story would be about Sodom and Gomorrah being destroyed. And Lot will be the ancestor of Moabites. And uh, Ammon, through his incestuous relationship with his own daughters, incestuous, 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 to, through his incest, right? Yeah, in 1851 BC, uh, Isaac was born, and uh, and afterwards Hagar and Ishmael were kicked out from um from Abraham's household. Okay, Genesis 18. A son is promised to Abraham. The Lord appeared to Abraham at the sacred trees of Mamre, as Abraham was sitting at the entrance of his tent during the hottest part of the day. He looked up and saw three men standing there. As soon as he saw them, he ran out to meet them. Bowing down with his face touching the ground, he said, Sirs, please do not pass by my home without stopping. I am here to serve you. Let me bring some water for you to wash your feet. You can rest here beneath this tree. I will also bring a bit of food. I will give you strength to continue your journey. You have honored me by coming to my home. So let me serve you. That's such a good guy, Abraham. They replied, thank you, we accept. Abraham hurried into the tent and said to Sarah, Quick, take a sack of your best flour and bake some bread. Then he ran to the herd and picked out a calf that was tender and fat, gave it to a servant who hurried to get it ready. He took some cream, some milk, and the meat and set the food before the men. There under the tree he served them himself and they ate. Then they asked him, where is your wife, Sarah? She is there in the tent, he answered. One of them said, Nine months from now, I will come back, and your wife, Sarah, will have a son. Sarah was behind him at the door of the tent, listening. Abraham and Sarah who were very old. Sarah had stopped having her monthly periods. So Sarah laughed to herself and said, Now that I am old and worn out, can I still enjoy sex? And besides, my husband is old too. Then the Lord asked Abraham, Why did Sarah laugh and say, Can I really have a child when I am so old? Is anything too hard for the Lord? As I said, nine months from now, I will return and Sarah will have a son. Because Sarah was afraid, she denied it. I didn't laugh, she said. Yes, you did, he replied. You laughed. Abraham pleads for Sodom. Then the men left and went to a place where they could look down at Sodom. And Abraham went with them to send them on their way. And the Lord said to himself, 
I will not hide from Abraham what I am going to do. His descendants will become a great and mighty nation, and through him I will bless all the nations. I have chosen him in order that he may command his sons and his descendants to obey me and to do what is right and just. If they do, I will do everything for him that I have promised. Then the Lord said to Abraham, There are terrible accusations against Sodom and Gomorrah, and their sin is very great. I must go down to find out whether or not the accusations which I have heard are true. Then the two men left and went on to Sodom, went on toward Sodom, but the Lord remained with Abraham. Abraham approached the Lord and asked, Are you really going to destroy the innocent with the guilty? If there are fifty innocent people in the city, will you destroy the whole city? Won't you spare it in order to save the fifty? Surely you won't kill the innocent with the guilty. That's impossible. You can't do that. If you did, the innocent would be punished along with the guilty. That is impossible. The judge of all the earth has to act justly. The Lord answered, If I find fifty innocent people in Sodom, I will spare the whole city for their sake. Abraham spoke again. Please forgive my boldness in continuing to speak to you, Lord. I am only a man and have no right to say anything. But perhaps there will only be 45 innocent people instead of 50. Will you destroy the whole city because there are five too few? The Lord answered, I will not destroy the city if I find 45 innocent people. Abraham spoke again. Perhaps there will be only 40, he replied. I will not destroy if there are 40. Abraham said, Please don't be angry, Lord, but I must speak again. What if there are only 30? He said, I will not do it if I find 30. Abraham said, Please forgive my boldness in continuing to speak to you, Lord. Suppose that only 20 are found. He said, I will not destroy the city if I find twenty. Abraham said, Please don't be angry, Lord, and I will speak just once more. What if only ten are found? He said, I will not destroy if there are ten. After he had finished speaking, uh, finished speaking with Abraham, the Lord went away and Abraham returned home. Genesis 19 the sinfulness of Sodom. When the two angels came to Sodom that evening, Lot was sitting at the city gate. As soon as he saw them, he got up and went to meet them. He bowed down and before them and said, Sirs, I am here to serve you. Please come to my house. You can wash your feet and stay the night. In the morning, you can get up early and go on your way. But they answered, No, we will spend the night here in the city square. He kept on urging them, and finally they went with him to his house. Lot ordered his servants to bake some bread and prepare a fine meal for the guests. When it was ready, they ate it. Before the guests went to bed, guests went to bed. The men of Sodom surrounded the house. All the men of the city, both young and old, were there. They called out to Lot and asked, 
Where are the men who came to stay with you tonight? Bring them out to us. The men of Sodom wanted to have sex with them. Lot went outside and closed the door behind him. He said to them, "Friends, I beg you, don't do such wicked thing. Such a wick, such a wicked thing. Look, I have two daughters who are still virgins. Let me bring them to out to you, and you can do whatever you want with them. But don't do anything to these men. They are guests in my house, and I must protect them." But they said, "Get out of our way, you foreigner! Who are you to tell us what to do?" Out of our way, and we will treat you, or we will treat you worse than them. They pushed Lot back and moved up to break down the door. But the two men inside reached out, pulled Lot back into the house, and shut the door. Then they struck all the men outside with blindness, so that they couldn't find the door. Lot leaves Sodom. The two men said to Lot, "If you have anyone else, if you have anyone else here." Sons, daughters, sons-in-laws, or any other relatives living in the city, get them out of here because we are going to destroy this place. The Lord has heard the terrible accusations against these people and has sent us to destroy Sodom. Then Lot went to the man that his daughters were going to marry and said, "Hurry up and get out of here! The Lord is going to destroy this place." But they thought he was joking. At dawn, the angels tried to make Lot hurry. Quick, they said, take your wife and your two daughters and get out, so that you will not lose your lives when the city is destroyed. Lot hesitated. The Lord, however, had a pity on him, so the men took him, his wife, and his two daughters by the hand and led them out of the city. Then one of the angels said, "Run for your lives! Don't don't look back! Don't stop in the valley!" Run to the hills so that you won't be killed. But Lord answered, "No, please don't make us do that, sir. You have done me a great favor and saved my life. But the hills are too far away. The disaster will overtake me, and I will die before I get there. Do you see that little town? It is near enough. Let me go over there. You can see it is just a small place, and I will be safe." He answered, "All right, I agree. I won't destroy that town. Hurry, run! I can't do anything until you get there, because Lot called it small. The town was named Zor. The destruction of Sodom and Gomorrah. The sun was rising when Lot reached Sodom. Oh, sorry, when Lot reached Zor. Suddenly, the Lord rained burning sulfur on the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah, and destroyed them and the whole valley." Along with all the people there and everything that grew on the land, but Lot's wife looked back and was turned into a, pi- a pillar of salt. Early the next morning, Abraham hurried to the place where he had stood in the presence of the Lord. He looked down at Sodom and Gomorrah and the whole valley, and saw smoke rising from the land like smoke from a huge furnace. But when God destroyed the cities of the valley where Lot was living, He kept Abraham in mind and allowed Lot to escape to safety. The origin of the Moabites and the Ammonites, because Lot was afraid to stay in Zor, he and his two daughters moved up into the hills and lived in a cave. The elder daughter said to her sister, "Our father is getting old." 
and there are no men in the whole world to marry us so that we can have children. Come on, let's make our father drunk so that we can sleep with him and have children by him. That night they gave him wine to drink and the elder daughter had intercourse with him, but he was so drunk that he didn't know it. The next day the elder daughter said to her sister, I slept with him last night. Now let's make him drunk again tonight and you sleep with him. Then each of us will have a child by our father. So that night they made him drunk and the younger daughter had intercourse with him. Again, he was so drunk that he didn't know it. In this way, both of Lot's daughters became pregnant by their own father. The elder daughter had a son whom she named Moab. He was the ancestor of the present-day Moabites. The younger daughter also had a son whom she named Benami. He was the ancestor of the present-day Ammonites. Genesis 20 Abraham and Abimelech Abimelech Abraham moved from Mamre to the southern part of Canaan and lived between Kadesh and Shur. Later, while, while he was living in Gerar, he said to his wife Sarah, he said that his wife Sarah was his sister. So King Abimelech of Gerar of Gerar had Sarah brought to him. One night, God appeared to him in a dream and said, You are going to die because you have taken this woman. She is already married. But Abimelech had not come near her. And he said, Lord, I am innocent. Would you destroy me and my people? Abraham himself said that he, she was his sister. And she said the same thing. I did this with a clear conscience and I have done no wrong. God replied in the dream, Yes, I know that you did it with a clear conscience, so I kept you from sinning against me and did not let you touch her. But now give the woman back to her husband. He is a prophet and he will pray for you so that you will not die. But if you do not give her back, I warn you that you are going to die, you and all your people. Early the next morning, Abimelech called all his officials and told them what had happened and they were terrified. Then Abimelech called Abraham and asked, What have you done to us? What wrong have I done to you to make you bring this disaster on me and my kingdom? No one should ever do what you have done to me. Why did you do it? Abraham answered, I thought that there would be no one here who has reverence for God and that they would kill me to get my wife. She really is my sister. She is the daughter of my father, but not of my mother. And I married her. So when God sent me from my father's house into foreign lands, I said to her, You can show how loyal you are to me by telling everyone that I am your brother. Then Abimelech gave Sarah back to Abraham. And at the same time, he gave him sheep, cattle, and slaves. He said to Abraham, Here is my whole land, live anywhere you like. He said to Sarah, I am giving your brother a thousand pieces of silver as proof to all who are with you that you are innocent. Everyone will know that you have done no wrong. Because of what had happened to Sarah, Abraham's wife, 
the Lord had made it impossible for any woman in Abimelech's palace to have children. So, Abim so Abraham prayed for Abimelech, and God healed him. He also healed his wife and his slave women, so that they could have children. Genesis 21 verses 1 to 21 The Birth of Isaac The Lord blessed Sarah as he had promised, and she became pregnant and bore a son to Abraham when he was old. The boy was born at the time God had said he would be born. Abraham named him Isaac, and when Isaac was eight days old, Abraham circumcised him as God had commanded. Abraham was a hundred years old when Isaac was born. Sarah said, God has brought me joy and laughter. Everyone who hears about it will laugh with me. Then she added, Who would have said to Abraham that Sarah would nurse children? Yet I have borne him a son in his old age. The child grew, and on the day that he was weaned, Abraham gave a great feast. Hagar and Ishmael are sent away. One day Ishmael, whom Hagar the Egyptian had borne to Abraham, was playing with Sarah's son Isaac. Sarah saw them and said to Abraham, Send this slave and her son away. The son of this woman would, must not get any part of your wealth, which my son Isaac should inherit. This troubled Abraham very much because Ishmael was also his son. But God said to Abraham, Don't be worried about the boy and your slave Hagar. Do whatever Sarah tells you, because it is through Isaac that you will have the descendants I have promised. I will also give many children to the, to the son of the slave woman, so that they will become a nation. He too is your son. Early the next morning, Abraham gave Hagar some food and a leather bag full of water. He put the child on her back and sent her away. She fell, She left and wandered about in the wilderness of Beersheba. When the water was all gone, she left the child under a, bu a bush. Under a bush and sat down about a hundred meters away. She said to herself, I can't bear to see my child die. While she was sitting there, she began to cry. God heard the boy crying, and from heaven, the angel of God spoke to Hagar. What are you troubled about, Hagar? Don't be afraid. God has heard the boy crying. Get up, go and pick him up, and comfort him. I will make a great nation out of his descendants. Then God opened her eyes, and she saw a well. She went and filled the leather bag with water and gave some to the boy. God was with the boy as he grew up. He lived in the wilderness of Paran and became a skillful hunter. His mother found an Egyptian wife for him. So that's the end of our readings from Genesis. Let's move to First Chronicle. Chronicle chapter 1 verses 28 to 31. Okay. The descendants of Ishmael. Abraham had two sons. 
Isaac and Ishmael. The sons of Ishmael became the heads of twelve tribes. Nebaioth, from the name of Ishmael's eldest son, Kedar, Adbil, Mipsam, Mishma, Duma, Masa, Hadad, Tema, Jetur, Napish, and Kenema. So that's the end of, of today's reading, January 5th. So finally, we're on track, aligned with the readings, and all, you know, we have made all the readings and also the date aligned. <clears throat> so what, what really troubles me about today's reading is the fact that Hagar and Ishmael had to wander in the wilderness. I I still can't calculate how, how old was Ishmael when he was sent to the wilderness together with his mom. So let's check in the internet. How old was uh, Ishmael when he was sent away? Um, it wasn't until the feast of Isaac's weaning that Sarah asked Abraham to send Hagar and Ishmael away. And he did it the very next day, right? So, um, Abram, Abram was 86 years old when Ishmael was born. And Ishmael was 14 when Isaac was born by Sarai. So, if we're talking about um, until the feast of Isaac's weaning, it means that Ishmael could have been around 17 and 19 years old but he was crying under the bush like it was but we, 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 we don't know because the way the story tells because he was crying and Hagar put him under the bush as if Ishmael was still a very small boy yeah but if we read through the Bible and we see this, um, it's, well, he's actually already, he was actually a teenager, so not really, little, not a really little boy anymore. Anyway, that would be one of the questions that I will ask when, when I die and I meet God. Okay, thank you. Thank you for today's reading. It's a very good reading. And see you soon tomorrow.